Season two of Have You Got Five Minutes is brought to you in partnership with Nextdoor, the neighbourhood app that's used by one in seven households in the UK. This past 18 months, we've all needed to connect a little closer with the communities around us and Nextdoor are working to create a kinder place for people to have a neighbourhood that they can rely on. Tap into your neighbourhood at nextdoor.co.uk or download the app from your app store. I'm Rebecca Roberts. Hi, I'm Harriet Small. Welcome to Have You Got Five Minutes, the PR, comms and marketing podcast answering the things you'd normally have asked about at an event or while making a brew in the office. Hi Harriet, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm not too bad. Actually, I'm tired, <laughs> which brings us on to the first thing we're going to talk about, which is um, keeping up with the Kardashians of CPD and like how much is too much because <laughs> we're getting back to work and I can't do all the online and the real life stuff. I can't keep up. It's too much. You know, no, seriously, like, I've, if I look at my calendar some days, like, I think Tuesday came to destroy me because it's like non stop the whole day back to back to back to back to back. And I just don't know how I'm going to fit in a lot of these events, like, even conferences. Like, if a conference is two days, I can't take two days out of my work schedule, sit in the same place that I sit in every day and look at a screen. If I'm going somewhere, yeah, but then it's very difficult to then say, I'm not going to be at work, but I'm also going to be sitting here and just looking at a screen. Do you know what I think it is? We're in this weird limbo land of lockdown and real world normality, and we're trying to do everything that we did before. So like trying to attend all the online stuff, trying to keep in touch with your new online world of friends and contacts that you've kind of invested more time in because that's what's happened. And so you've kind of got this hybrid oh god there's a word again but it is though it's trying to do both and also I just think there is this fatigue of keeping up and sometimes I just want to be able to do some work and pick CPD that I think I feel passionate and really excited about rather than like oh my god I feel like I should do this I think also it depends because like for me I like online learning like LinkedIn learning is amazing I really like it and I also like Skillshare if I'm looking for something in particular the thing that I struggle with CPD is that you've got to do the training course or whatever it is but then you've also got to fill out the the forms and although I'm not a member of the professional bodies anymore I found that part really stressful when I was and I prefer things like masterminds or informal stuff like dinners where you come with a problem we have a conversation about stuff and you bring a problem because sometimes uh, and I don't mean to sound horrible like I know where I am in my career where I know everything but sometimes you are literally going through a problem in that moment and you cannot wait for the next webinar you cannot wait for the next training course or even just pay 300 pounds for the next training course sometimes you just need to have a group of people you sit down have a chat and figure things out and I think we don't have enough spaces for that a lot of the spaces are just people talking at you rather than people sort of saying okay this is what you're going through try this try that try this try that but then a lot of it is death by slides yeah definitely and I think there's just that procrastination or maybe just unrealistic expectation of what you can actually fit in after like a busy working day or like I've had stuff with the kids I've got other stuff going on and like the last thing you want to do is just think oh I should upskill this I remember when I went on maternity leave and someone said to me you could learn a language while you're off 
language I learnt was saying no to dickheads like that that expect you to learn a language when you're off on maternity leave because there wasn't time. So I just think you've got to be realistic about what you want to get in because if you're tired, you're just not going to learn anything. I mean, I'm supposed to be learning French for when I go for the next Rugby World Cup. I bought the app for a year and every day it reminds me in the evening that I need to go on and do the lesson. And well, some do you evening- do the next episode in French, Harriet? <laughs> Some evenings I just scroll on the app and get rid of it off my notifications because I don't want to know. The other challenge is you have that conflict between learning what's trendy versus learning what's going to help you progress in your career and where your trajectory is going. Now, as much as I love certain things that industry people do, that's not where my career is heading. Yes, I can have a, a roundabout knowledge of it and that's probably why I do this podcast to be able to ask people about certain things but I don't need to really invest in learning about them and being an expert in it and I think there is that pressure as well that you have to know everything about everything and you have to keep up constantly yeah definitely so for our five minutes this week we are talking about product placement because like Harriet's a massive Love Island fan we're not going to lie here I've watched one episode just to kind of placate her, but they've gone big on this shoppable app, haven't they? Like, tell us about it. Yeah, so I've got the app. Of course. <laughs> yes. What have you brought? She's sat here in a full Love Island outfit. Go on brand. Yeah, I've got my um my top with the with the balloon with the balloon sleeves. But yeah, so Love Island this year have decided to just go full swing, and on the app they've got this thing called Shop the Show. And I think in previous years, there's always been that sort of speculation of, oh, where's that outfit from or where's that from? And this year, they've sort of just said, basically, we're doing a partnership with Boots and with other brands and we'll we'll show you where things are from. So you can actually shop the makeup. You can shop different things that are in the villa. But I still do want the water bottle. So if anyone at Love Island is listening, send me a water bottle. I want one. I've watched one episode, so I feel like that qualifies. Like I have literally no interest in how other people want to potentially date someone or get to know someone, but... I'll take the water bottle. <laughs> yeah, I think they need to come and have a chat with us. So I think also because Sex in the City is coming back and that used to be like brands and product placement galore, that will be interesting. Do you know what I think with this shop or that though, what's really interesting is like we've seen it on social. We talked about what Pinterest are doing with their like shoppable pins and how Instagram has for a long time been really a lot better at like um, you can tag things to then go and buy. I think it's just a lot more explicit. Like product placement used to be a subtle thing like, oh, that looks a nice car, watch, whatever. I think it's just a lot more explicit now. And I think, like, can you imagine watching a film and then literally just being able to buy everything as you watch? And also it taps into that second screening. Like so many people will have Love Island on the background just to kind of join in their friends like me. And so I'll have it on and be like, oh, what's the loud kissing kind of weird thing going on there? And then like, You'll be doing other things. So I think it just taps into that second screen trend of people wanting to shop and do other stuff while they have TV content on. But I think also we have to think about the OGs of product placement. So you've got like the royals and then you've got like the celebrities and, you know, the old adage that if like Duchess of Cambridge wore a dress, it would be sold out instantly. And and, and I guess that hasn't gone away. It's just a different kind of person now doing it. But what's interesting as well is... If you think about it, there's also times when people aren't allowed to do product based. So with the Olympics coming up, do you remember when Beats had just come, the headphones, and Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine, the producer who owned, who owned Beats before they sold to Apple, gave all the Olympians pairs of Beats. So they were walking around 
the Olympic Village with Beats on and Beats weren't an official sponsor and it actually irritated the official sponsor. So, you know, people are really smart with it. I've had it with like, wasn't it Nike? One of the athletes had like Nike contact lenses on when it's an Adidas sponsor. Like it's happened for a long time. But what's really interesting with ITV and the Love Island contestants, they go on to do like the classic influencer career path is there should they want it. It's just a way that ITV cash in on that early. Or maybe I'm cynical. <laughs> but then I guess James Bond has been doing it for years, haven't they? Hasn't he? You know. Oh, yeah. I mean, but like how many people go, oh, where is that car with like laser beams on it that can... <laughs> therapist someone on the m6 like they're like aston martin or whatever like yeah that's been like very over the top kind of product placement i guess and lots of films have it but i just suppose you're thinking about it from an audience benefit perspective now like as much as i was joking about itv like a lot of people will want to know where i can buy that makeup and the clothes and all the rest of it so it's just another way that it can kind of engage with fans it'll be interesting though to see where on-demand content so for example if you watch a film or you watch a TV show afterwards, you know, they list the music that they've played in it. And obviously sometimes songs get really popular. I remember Snow Patrol's song got so popular on Grey's Anatomy back in the day. But imagine if you watch something and then the outfits from the show then end up on Instagram and this is where you can buy the outfits that you saw in the show. That would then take it to another level, I think. Oh, yeah, I bet, I bet it's come in. I mean, like, we've seen, like, the virtual fashion stuff. Talked with um, Stefan Rabamoff, didn't we? He was like, it's just not taken off in terms of the fashion shows. Yeah, because you don't want to see a virtual fashion show. But if you watch a TV show, that, then you can buy things from that has, like, a real dual purpose. So, yeah, you heard it here first, everyone. Harriet's called it. <laughs> yeah, I want my commission. <laughs> Thanks for joining us and everything we've mentioned will be in the show notes. We're talking about the questions and issues that matter to you. So DM us on social or get in touch with Harriet at comsovercoffee.com or myself Rebecca at threadandfable.com. If you enjoy the podcast, please do rate, review, subscribe so others can find us and have five minutes with us. Find us on Twitter at RebeccaRobert7 or at Harriet Smalzy. Season two of Have You Got Five Minutes is brought to you in partnership with Nextdoor, the neighbourhood app that's used by one in seven households in the UK. This past 18 months, we've all needed to connect a little closer with the communities around us and Nextdoor are working to create a kinder place for people to have a neighbourhood that they can rely on. Tap into your neighbourhood at nextdoor.co.uk or download the app from your app store.